My name is Kate the Socialite, and you are listening to episode 203 of The Kate Show. Today, I have something super exciting to tell you about, and a really exciting guest as well. Today, we are meeting Matrique, the ridiculously easy business money dashboard. So, question for you, does the financial side of running your business confuse you? Or the fact that I said easy money dashboard, did that like make you tune out because you're like, uh, I don't want to talk about money, I just wanted to hear about marketing. Well, you know what? It's a lot easier to afford good marketing when you actually know where your money's coming from and how to best manage it, right? So I admit to feeling more than a little bit overwhelmed when it comes to money, even after being in business for eight years. However, not understanding the money side of business is often the reason that businesses fail. And additionally, the more a business grows, the more complex its financials tend to become. Planning for your tax liability, team expansion, paying yourself, and knowing how to reinvest in your business are no small tasks, but they are totally necessary. The bottom line is, if you're a business owner in the home industry, you have to be okay with diving into the financial side of your business, and you can't rest easy when your revenue increases, because just because your revenue is increasing doesn't mean that your actual bottom line or your take-home is increasing. You have to watch your overhead, too. Your income, your bottom line, is the difference between the money coming in and the money going out. Plus, what happens with that money that you get to keep? You know, hint, it's not all yours for the taking because there's the IRS and blah, 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 right? Now, if you aren't sure how to adhere to a budget, if you aren't sure how to make a budget, if you don't know if you can hire another person but you really need to, if you want to know whether your business is bleeding money or actually on track for success, you are going to love today's episode. Today on The Kate Show, I have the huge honor of introducing a new online tool created by my dear friend and confidant, Michelle Williams. Her online financial dashboard, Matrique, makes it kindergarten easy to actually understand the budgets, trends, health reports of the money that is going in and out of your business. If you're like me and you don't have a head for numbers, quote unquote, or you're just sick of analyzing spreadsheets and you just want to be efficient with your time, welcome to Matrique, the financial dashboard for service-based creative businesses. Now, for those of you who don't know Michelle, I do want to give you her bio just to give you some context. She tells the story about her background in the interview, which is honestly kind of mind-blowing because, you know, you cannot ever look at someone and, and think, oh, I know what they've done for a living. I know about their vast experience because people are books. People have chapters in their lives and somehow each chapter starts to come together perfectly, kind of like the pieces of a puzzle. And Michelle's experience, the different places she has worked, the different businesses she has run and owned and operated, it all culminated in this. And you guys need to know that story because you'll see this is exactly why she was the one to create Matrique Solutions. She was the one to put all these pieces together so you don't have to because she's been in your shoes. So a little bit about our guest. Michelle Williams is the CEO and founder of Matrique Solutions and as a business advisor to entrepreneurs with mixed or complicated relationships with money, she knew there had to be a simpler, more aesthetically pleasing way to analyze and truly understand financial data. What you don't know won't hurt you does not apply to business growth. Many of her clients were suffering from this lack of knowledge and the lack of confidence that follows. Matrique Solutions started as a spreadsheet that Michelle gave to her private coaching clients. It was incredibly helpful at increasing profits, not just revenue, in their business, but she wanted it to be even easier to use, prettier to look at, and simpler to understand. 
Today, Matrique is a full-fledged software platform that can be used by any service-based entrepreneur who wants to grow, scale, and create a legacy business. So guys, without further ado, here is Michelle, the founder of Matrique. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Kate Show. I have Michelle Williams with me again. I love every time I get to have her on the show because she just resonates so well with all of you listening and Michelle, it is an honor. Welcome back. Oh, thank you so much, Kate. I always love talking to you, whether we're on a podcast or chatting as friends or working through a challenge that I have in my business that you're helping me with and vice versa. So just always love spending time with you. And we can seriously talk for like a really long time about not even work. It's just, it's kind of funny. So we always have to look at the clock and be like, oh, wait, we were supposed to do something here. <laughs> I think that's just because over all these years, we have developed a true friendship, right? Mm-hmm. Not just a business relationship. And, and that is so important. Relationship is so important when you're mm-hmm. building a business and building a life is finding those people that align with you, um, not just with your business, but with your values and everything else and then spending time with them. Amen to that. Yes. Now, for my listeners who might not know about you and your background. I know a lot of my listeners already know you. They know you as a business advisor mm-hmm. and as a podcast host of your own show, but can you give them a little bit of background into the tech side of what you have done? Because they heard in the intro that you're doing something pretty big. You're doing something that's never been done before, really. And um, I just want to give them some context about what sure. brought you to Matrake. You know, it's funny. When I was a little girl, I wanted to be a teacher. I've shared some of this in different places before. I wanted to be a teacher. I love numbers. My mom and dad used to give me all the little leftover bank things. I would write things down and do all of it. So when I went off to college, I thought I was going to go into accounting. I mean, I really thought I didn't want to be a teacher by the time I got to college because my mother was a teacher and I didn't think she made enough money for all the headache that she had to put up with. And so I thought, well, I'll go into accounting. And when I started in accounting, I was in, uh, I think I was there for two weeks and I called my mom and I'm like, I love accounting. I said, but these aren't my people (laughs) and no, no offense to bookkeepers and accountants out there, but they, a lot of the people that were in class with me at the time just had their heads down. They weren't extremely social and I'm not a crazy extrovert. I'm more of an introverted extrovert, but I like people and I like numbers. I like that all. So I'm telling you all of this because I think God has a big sense of humor where I'm concerned because what ended up happening was I went into management of information systems, which is back in the day, it was like a computer science degree with a business background. So it was out of the business school. So I have a double major in management information systems and administrative management. So my first job out of college, believe it or not, was with Dun & Bradstreet Software doing accounting software. So I started building accounts payable, supporting it, writing code for it. And then I moved in and actually spent two years as the development manager building a project accounting system for Dun & Bradstreet, tying in 
our inventory, purchasing, accounts payable, general ledger, and project accounting. My main clients were clients like Boeing, where we or um, oil fields in Dubai, and we had to be able to trace back everywhere they bought a screw, the lot number, how much they pay for it, because if anything happened in that plane and they needed to tie it back to a piece or a part that had failed, we had to be able in our system to tell them where it came from. So I was also in the role of business analyst and worked with all of those large firms to determine what they needed accounting systems to be able to manage and show them. And so there was an educational component and accounting component, this information flow component and this technology component. And I loved it. I really enjoyed it. And that was where I spent my first 10 years um, of my career. You know, I've read your bio and obviously we're friends. I know your background, but just hearing you explain exactly what you did boggles my mind because that's not something that most people dive right into. And it also struck me as a little bit funny because it's like, because you're just this beautiful Southern lady. And, you know, there's of course the, the, the whole stigma around that, but then like you are sharp, you are sharp and you do not hold back. And that is one of the things I love about you and the analytical background, the tech background that you have has really just made you the perfect fit for doing what you're doing next. Yeah. Now, well, I was just going to say what's always been interesting is I think my brain thinks in systems processes and spreadsheets. It has always done that. Even when I had my kids and they were going on their band trips or they were going on all their, everything was spreadsheet, organizational management. I mean, that's my brain. That's the first way I think. Mm -hmm. And so over the years, you know, I came um, home to raise my children, started my interiors business in 2000 and all the way up until probably about 2005, six, everything I was doing, I was doing internally just for me. And then I started teaching my signature program, Pricing Without Emotion and Understanding Your Financials and Master Your Profit. And then all three of those courses, Kate, again, back to the educational and back to a teacher again. But in all three of those, I had created, I taught the principles and then I created spreadsheets. Excel, do this, put this in, calculates here. It's going to give you this information here. Here's how you measure this. Here's how you look at that. So my courses were very heavy in that. Every time my clients would say, I've got trouble with this or trouble with that, I would go out and try to help build a spreadsheet to show them how to fix it. So there are downloadable spreadsheets all over my programs. And I finally got to a point, if you were to just take it all the way forward, where I was like, I am tired of sending out 5,000 individual spreadsheets to my clients. I would really like to have one place where we can look at everything. And then I also realized that one of the biggest challenges that people said to me when they came to me was, I look at the numbers, I look at the reports, but they don't mean anything. Or they would say, I really like pretty things. I would find them out choosing a software project management tool that they either didn't want, didn't believe in, didn't like, just because it was pretty just because it was visually appealing. And I realized then that that was the way they processed information. There was a big visual missing component to understanding their numbers. They saw numbers separate from pretty things. Mm -hmm. And I am right there in that demographic because <laughs> you're my people. Huh? <laughs> I am. I am your people. <laughs> because, uh, well, you know, you know, when, when you worked with me on my own business, it was just like, I see numbers 
they are meaningless to me and they kind of make me feel sick mainly because I don't understand them and that is a huge pain point I mean someone can be making good money and still feel sick to their stomach if they don't really understand why they're making good money how to keep making good money how to manage that money because it's I mean it's not just about revenue so Yeah. And obviously I'm preaching to the choir. No, but you know, I was going to say the other things that I see is I work with plenty of designers that are very, very successful. Like everybody isn't coming to me just because their business is falling apart, but their challenge then is they are successful, but they don't even know how much of the money they can pay themselves. So they now have this money sitting in a bank account and they don't even feel comfortable to write themselves a check. Like they're stressed to write that check when the money's there. And so it's because there's this mixed up relationship with understanding where money should go and shouldn't go, what it means, how to save, all those things that gives them the freedom to spend it, right? They're always afraid like the next shoe's gonna drop and they can't do that. Yes, and operating your business from a place of fear and paranoia will actually destroy it. Yeah, yeah. And you need to pay yourself. I mean, I have had designers tell me my business is making multiple six figures and I'm paying myself about $30,000 a year. Right. And I'm like, oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. Cause that's not sustainable. <laughs> no, it's right? not. And they work so hard. They do deserve to be paid. Oh more. yeah. I spoke to um, a potential client this morning and her things, her, one of her comments was I've been in business for 15 years. I'm not making what I need to make. And she, she had a very high six figure business and we had to have a conversation about, you know, what that meant, where was the money going and what did it look like? And there was a lot of fear surrounding decision-making and my whole goal here, Kate, my whole goal. And I, I said this on my podcast, when I talked about Machique, I have been told for probably 15 years, you need to write a book, you need to write a book. I have co-authored a book and I'm, I'm blessed and I'm pleased that I was able to do that. I truly look at this as part of my life's work mm-hmm. because instead of writing another how-to or you should or go do, I'm giving them a tool to actually do it. Yes. And there's something about that to me. I mean, I literally kind of just cry over it because it, it puts the power in the hands of the women that I've spent my entire life serving, yeah. right? It puts the power in their hands to say, these are my financials. I can understand them. I know that I can, because I can visually look at them. Mm-hmm. I can even look at them and compare them against a black and white document. And I can, I showed it to my accountant and her comment was, Michelle, I would have to run 10 reports to be able to pull that information together in one place for them to understand it and see it where mm-hmm. you have it in a dashboard and it's readily available with a click. And yeah. so just that, that time savings, that's profitability, understanding it's profitability, feeling like you can own your numbers as much as you own the design or the window treatments or the staging or any other aspect of your business builds a confidence in that ownership so that then you're serving from a place of excitement and enjoyment and not fear and trepidation, right? Yeah. The statement that I hear a lot is, well, what you don't know won't hurt you. And that is- Oh, yes, so, it will. Oh my goodness. It's so <laughs> not true in business, especially. What you don't know will hurt you because- They can like, tank you. Yes, it can. And that's where I think the anxiety comes from because we know there's something we don't know and it's coming to get us. You know, it's the monster in the closet. And as soon as we let our guard down, oh, got us. So that's why I like Matrique so much 
because I mean, not only does it just make sense to put all your financials in one place, but for people who are more creative than analytical, including myself, I'm throwing myself in there, we do need the visual to be like, okay, I see this line is going up here for this category. That makes sense, you know, and trying to just boil it down to something that we can look at and that we want to look at because a right. lot of people were just like I used to be, I would avoid looking at the numbers as much as possible because I just didn't want to know, but that doesn't work either. So, right. you know what I would, easy. Well, I'm sorry. One of the other things that I've seen is the idea of, I looked at the numbers, meaning I looked at the report and checking it off as being done, but not even yeah. knowing or understanding what you're looking at. There's one thing to mm -hmm. look at them. There's another thing to have a quick analysis. How does that compare to what I did last year? How does mm -hmm. that compare to what I said I wanted to do? I shared with the group earlier today about setting metrics, measurements. And the thing is, you know this, you, you help me do this all the time. You have to have a control. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a control group, what are you measuring against? Like there's got to be some comparison mm -hmm. for there to be a measurement, right? Yes. And that means we have to think about it, look at it and analyze it. And if we don't know what to look at, when to look at it, how to look at it, what we're even looking at, we're going to just check it off as done because somebody handed us a monthly P&L balance sheet, AR and AP report. We're going to check it off, but we're going to have no clue how to use that data to help us make decisions in our company that move us closer to where we want to be. Right. Because it's not just a matter of, oh, I need more clients. It's there, there are so many other factors that go into financial well-being for a business. And of course, I only know this because I've been listening to you for years <laughs> and we've been working together. So, I mean, I feel like I have a slight advantage there. But the thing with Matrique is it's never been done before. So this is kind of a big deal. And I would like to know what has been the most difficult part of turning your idea from a spreadsheet into an actual tool because you said you got tired of sending out all these different spreadsheets to all your different business coaching clients which makes sense you're trying to streamline and scale but then to actually create an entire software like that's yeah. a big jump so yeah. tell me about it yeah this was one of those be glad you don't know all that you don't know but you know what I wanted? I wanted to be able to serve more people, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to hand it out. The other challenge that we had when we were working in Excel is that if we went in and wanted to update the spreadsheet and change anything, it required our clients to go back and reload every bit of data every mm -hmm. time because it was a whole new spreadsheet with all new calculations. So they were, the burden then became very heavy on my clients to reload all the data because we came out with a new version of a new spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. And that I felt was painful. Also coming from a background of do it once and let it work for you multiple times, whether it's code or anything else, trying to be very efficient and effective, that was not going to be a way that I could ultimately serve even my, my clients. And I have a small client roster by choice and I couldn't even serve as deeply as I wanted to because of having to rework. And so, the good and the bad was, number one, there I've helped other software companies in a lot of different ways, and I've worked in one myself. It's a lot, Kate. It is a lot. I shared with you in kind of the pre-conversation, 
when you're building a spreadsheet on top of Excel, you're building on top of a pre-existing platform. But when you go and build something like what we've built with Matric or like what we see a lot of other applications have built, they are building other outside of a processing language. And, you know, we might have some controls that you bring in, but you're really building with a basis of nothing. Like it's a white sheet of paper, if you will, to design and to build. So we're building user interfaces. Like what did you see when you look at the screen? We're building process. We had to build the website. I, you know, hired somebody to build the logo and build the, you know, the pieces and parts of social media around it. You've helped me build the website. I mean, there's just so much to be built that I think sometimes we think we have an idea. It'd be like the equivalent of a designer or a workroom visualizing a window treatment or a room design. That's just one piece of it. Then starting from scratch and having to build everything, the logistics, all of it. It's a lot. This has been being built for almost a year and a half before anybody else is starting to see it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There is so much lead up to a launch and you make it look easy in a way because even from my perspective I'm like oh I'm seeing the branding it's beautiful and I'm seeing all the content for the website and that's great and I can I have the easy job of just putting it all together you know but you actually had to create each piece and I wonder has it been satisfying has it been exciting has it been emotional seeing your idea actually take on a life of its own and go from something that just lived in your brain or on a spreadsheet but still mainly in your brain to actually being a thing yeah you know what's been interesting to me is a couple of things number one I have an entirely different team from the uh the mechanics and the work doing the treatment I do on Scarlet Thread So it was building out a whole nother development team. I mean, I've got project accountants over there. I've got, you know, subject matter experts, developers, QA resources, educational resources, all of that stuff. There's a lot. So it it was from a team building exercise, creating from scratch and not just creating from scratch. But Kate, this was really interesting, really putting my why out there before I put the program out there why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I believe in this so much, why I think that this is going to solve the needs of so many people in creative industries, honestly, not just within interior design and staging, but but in creative businesses in general. Having this group of people that had not previously worked with me in this way before come in and work with me and catch that vision of something that's not yet created not out there, not seen in this same format, see them rally behind it and not only try to fill in the piece that they knew, but to have them come alongside me and try to understand the business need, that has been super fulfilling for me, like their excitement and their energy. Because a lot of the people that I'm working with, I would say everybody I'm working with, this is all a night and weekend job on top of our full-time jobs. So it takes a lot of dedication. So that has been super huge. Has it been emotional? Oh yeah. There've been times where I've been high, high excited. And there've been times where I've doubted and I've thought maybe I should turn back. This is getting expensive because I'm Mm self-funding everything that I'm doing. I do not have investors at this point. And so I am completely 
self-funding and paying all these people and all these things to happen. And I'm not being paid over here yet, which is totally cool. But I'm choosing to invest because I believe in it that heavily, just like authors, they're going to pay to put that first book out. Nobody's really coming to usually pay for that, right? That has been hard because things to haven't always worked on the timeline that I wanted. We found out things we didn't know that then we had to go back and fix or redo or change, but it's been a learning process as well. Today's episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by the Window Coverings Association of America. If you're an interior designer, a window treatment specialist, or an installer looking for business growth, listen up. With an annual membership to the WCAA, you'll receive trade discounts, ongoing education, and an exclusive listing in their homeowner-facing directory of professionals which, by the way, guys, makes it a lot easier for people to find you. Whether you've been working in the home industry forever or you're fresh out of design school, the WCAA can help you take your business to the next level, whether you're just trying to scale up or you're just getting started. Go to wcaa.org for more details. I'll tell you, I've had my sad tears through it. Just just the normal that we all have, right? If I'm trying to create something really big and we're trying to come out and do it right, But I remember the first like overwhelmed, happy tears. I told you when they were, it was when you sent me the website, when you sent me, because we had been talking, you knew about this way before I ever put it out there. We talked about it. We planned for it. But when you took everything that I'd shared and everything that I had given to you and you put that in a visual format you know you think in words I think in numbers and that's our battle all the time lovingly as you're saying Michelle you got to quit using all those numbers and And I'm like give me some of your words but you represented what I was trying to do in that website and when you sent me the website for first review I started crying Mm -hmm. and I called my husband in here and I'm like we really are doing this and we really have done that. Like not we're going to, but we really are like, it's happening. That has honestly, that seeing what you built to represent what I shared with you has been the highlight of my experience. I know I'll have other highlights when I can sell the first one. That's going to oh, be, that's gonna be huge. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I'll be like, woo, woo. <laughs> um, but honestly, just seeing that representation of everything that I have done. I've always been the person, and you know this from working with me on my social media and how I ask you to represent me and my brand and what I do. I've always been one that I won't say that I've done it until I've done it. I am mm-hmm. not going to say I've done it because it's 10 years out and I'm planning on it. Or right. I, I'm not going to put out there and say, I can do this if I haven't figured out how to do it. And mm-hmm. I, I've, we've worked for years on making sure I would rather be slower to the gate and be honest about what I've done and accomplished and not done than to represent it any other way. And so I think that's what was so real was I've just had my head down doing it. Mm-hmm but I hadn't had a chance to stand back and actually see that it was being done. And your website build reflected that back to me and was quite an overwhelming moment. Thank you for sharing that on the podcast. It's, that was something that it kind of gave me goosebumps to work on because again, never been done before. And of course I love stuff like that, but also knowing that this was kind of built for people like me. Like that made me excited yeah. because 
I, you know, I don't, I don't speak in numbers, but I speak in, in words and emotions and being able to like translate that in a way that is going to just click with people. Like that was so exciting. So thank you yeah. for letting me be part of it. Oh, you're welcome. You know, it's funny, Jill with Jula Paper, mm-hmm. um, helped with my logo and branding and she's very much like that as well. Mm-hmm. And she kept saying, I know she's just recently been on your podcast. And one of her comments to me was, this was so outside of my norm, yet I felt like this was also something that was built that I could use. Mm-hmm. And it felt fun to create in a slightly different way, you know? Yeah. And Jill fun. is amazing too. I mean, just yeah. the the stuff that she does, like it's pretty without being too girly. And it's yeah. and like the whole brand of Matrique is, it just works. And like, every time I see your logo, I'm just like, wow. I would have never come up with that. But again, that's why we all have our specialties. And again, just seeing everything, all the puzzle pieces start coming together. Yeah. I know we're still waiting on a few puzzle pieces, but they're coming. Oh, and yeah. for people- the dreams for this are so huge. Like I've shared before, I'm a maximizer. Mm-hmm. I probably, I'm sure that my team around me wishes I could maximize a little less. They probably <laughs> wish I could be a little bit more of a minimizer. But my dreams for this thing are so big and so huge and so deep and so wide that I'm constantly like 15 steps ahead going, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So I just, I got to be careful not to wear out my team, but um, I I'm excited for all that it, that it's coming. I would love just for an opportunity to share with you and with the listeners, how I got the name Matrix Solutions, because people ask me that. And it's actually as simple as Matrix is French for metric. And metric simply means measurement. Measurement solutions sounded boring to me. I mean, it really is that deep. But the cool part, the solutions part that we added to it is because we are looking to add more solutions for things that we want to measure. It might be that it's wider than just a financial measurement. There may be Mm -hmm. other measurements we could include. But it's about really being intentional to say, we want to measure some things in our business and how do we solve the problems with our measurements. And you're building this new business, this brand with the long-term big picture in mind, instead of just for what you're doing right now. And that is a really good principle for everybody listening, because I see a lot of the time when people get started, even, you know, in design or in staging, not necessarily in tech, they set up the kind of business they want to have right now without thinking about the business they want a decade from now. And that's where they end up having to go redo a lot of things in their business later. So yeah, I think that's just a good principle to follow. And from a financial perspective, this is also where Matrix can help people because it helps them plan out where they want to go and actually get there and see where they've been. And there's so much valuable information in that. So what type of business is a good fit for Matrique and what financial situations will Matrique help them with? Like very specific ones, because people who are not numbers minded will be like, I don't know what this means. You know, I really want to help paint this picture for them. Yeah. So I would say that Matrique I built for creative business owners. So I certainly built with number one in mind, interior designers, stagers, you know, workrooms, the industry that I serve with my whole heart. 
but it can also be expanded outside of that to other creative industries. Like I can, I've got bookkeepers who are telling me that they would love to see it and to use it to help their clients. I'm seeing accountants tell me if I could have this as an adjunct to what I'm giving them with a report, any of my clients could understand. So that's the beauty of it is it is basic reports and metrics. I've also created it in a way that people can put in their own naming conventions. So for example, I have built into it instead of saying designer or staff designer or lead designer, I've built in um, roles that are like staff, junior, senior, admin, so that you can name the position in your company any way you want to name it and then you can tell what level it is in your company. I've tried to create a flexibility so that as your business shifts and changes or if your industry shifts and changes that you still have access to it. That's who it's built for. It's built for smaller businesses and when I say small businesses I don't know maybe 10 million and under and revenues it certainly could be used with any but that that's who I'm targeting because there are metrics types of software programs out there, but they are geared towards these large companies. There's this big gap at serving with this level of information for smaller companies. And the ones that do have it are more like the financial-based companies and they own it and they'll show you glimpses. This is putting the, the power of the numbers in your hands. So when you ask me what financial situations does Matric help with? Well, some of the quick and dirties are it helps you see immediately your KPIs. And I'm going to break that down, the things that matter that you want to measure. So it helps you see what is your gross profit, how much money came in this month. It, it's going to work with your cash or accrual. So that means based on how you recognize money, where you say money's coming in. So you get to see how the money comes in. You're going to get to see where it came in from. That's an important thing. Like where are all my revenue streams? Did I make money from the sale of product? Did I make it on lighting versus case goods? Did I make it from selling a head rail or from selling fabric or from labor, you know, on having a sofa made? Where did the money come in from? Okay. So then you can start to look at time over time, where are my big money makers? Did that, does that make sense to me? It's going to give you your five big numbers or percentages that I look for every single month, total revenue, cost of goods, gross profit expenses and net profit and it's going to give you profit first percentages for those so that the people that are managing to profit first will see it there's a trend calculator you're going to be able to see where am i trending and kate this is one of my best features that i love it as far as what we've built into it is you can set up a budget i was on a call this morning again and a lot of the, the women, it was with um, one of the WCAA chapters, and some of the women in there said, I've never created a budget before. And I, I was like, okay. I said, so here's how we decided to start that. Number one, you can take your P&L from QuickBooks and load it and create a budget from that. Or you can create a budget just for those five numbers. So for those that are complete newbies to budgeting, they want to have that set of controls that they're measuring to, they can literally just create a budget for, this is how much money I want to bring in. This is how much goes out in cost of goods. This is my gross profit. This is how much I think I want to pay out in expenses. And this is what I want my net profit to be. Mm -hmm. And every month they can measure to that in a multitude of ways. That just sounds so easy. 
Like, but that's what it's meant to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think we make it we make it hard because I think we don't know what we're looking at. Uh-huh. We make it hard because we sometimes feel overwhelmed, and so we go so deep in the detail. Uh-huh. We we've really created matrix so that it could be done at a super high level if that's what you want, or it can be done at a line item detail by month level if that's what you want. So you have the power to just dip your toe in the water to kind of understand your financials or you can go deep. So you have the ability to do both. Mm-hmm. And from a, like a real life, like practicality standpoint, once you have that budget in there and you've got the numbers that are coming in and everything is being calculated and recorded, you can know, hmm, I can hire another person or mm-hmm. is this employee is actually costing me more than they're bringing in or right. like, Finding out where your business might be bleeding money or where your biggest, like you said, revenue producers are. I remember talking to another interior designer, maybe it was, I don't know, it was was last year, but she was like, I recently discovered, and I'm very upset about it, that my signature service is actually not my biggest revenue driver. And it makes like the least amount of money out of all the things that I offer. She was devastated. Mm-hmm. And she felt like she found that out too late. Mm-hmm. And Matrique would have helped with that. Yeah. And said, I've seen that. services. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that for sure. And because sometimes the thing that's our signature or the thing that I'll tell you, I saw one that I worked with her. She was making panels like crazy. Like she was a drapery worker and it was mm-hmm. panels, 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 panels. And when we did the math and started looking at and tracking, we realized she lost money every time she sold panels. Oh no. Yet that was her number one sales item. Yeah. And so we had a choice to make. Number one, we had the information. So we weren't making a decision on a gut feeling. And that's what I think is a big part of Matrique mm-hmm. as well. You're making decisions and then you're managing to those decisions. And so you're not that whole fear, that complex that we talked about at the beginning or not understanding your stress. This is, you literally see it and you can go, oh my gosh. So last month we were down 12% from the year before, but we were, you know, 4% over budget. Like you can start to see and then watch the trend. Like we have a trend graph. So you can start to see based on what we're planning, based on what's happening. And, you know, based on, let's say changes in the economy, you're going to get to see if things start going down, not just going up, but going down, or is there a blip? We have even um, an employee hours tracking process in there that ties back in so that you can budget hours because time is a currency and you can, you know, in some of our later offerings, we're hoping to be able to tie in with APIs to some of the time trackers, pull that information in and see how it impacts your financials. Like what was our capacity to plan? What did we plan? Where did we miss it? Where did we go over? Even something like, oh my gosh, we're having to pay so much more in overtime. Where could we fix a process so we don't have to pay in overtime? Yeah, yeah. Because realizing after the fact that you just wasted a ton of money or like the workroom owner you talked about that's actually losing money on every sale, what a punch to the gut and what a way to make yourself feel so discouraged, like erode your confidence. But then the opposite is also true. If you understand these numbers, if you are in the know, the confidence that you feel has to skyrocket because I know mine did the more I started to understand 
And the more I was like, okay, I can see what's working and I can see what isn't. I'm going to stop what isn't. We're going to shut that off. And then that's how you scale. So I love that this isn't just about boosting the financials, but it's also about boosting the confidence of the business owner. That is huge. It it is because we want to make decisions with data, right? Every business owner that we're listening to, they're taking data in all day long, link, width, scale, proportion, some type of data, you know, time in, time out, something. We have all of this data. We just don't know what to do with it. The amount of data, when you think of just doing your business and then having to work on it with the numbers, it's overwhelming. And so after you've gone through a long day of figuring out all the numbers and where should this sofa go and how much do I need to add in additional to, you know, to make this panel or to do whatever you're going to do, the last thing you want to do is sit down in an area that's not um, maybe where you're most confident and try to figure it out. We're done. We're tapping out. And I get it. And so the goal with Matrique was also to make it where you could identify, here are a couple of metrics that I want to measure. And for the next quarter, I'm going to look at those. And then the next quarter, I'll look at another set of metrics on here. So that, but it's all visually there. We have indicators up and down with red and green to let you see if you're going up or down. You know what I mean? We've got Mm -hmm. some visual cues for you. Seeing things in a pie chart is different than just looking at it on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I know that when I explain, let me show you where your money's going and I put it in a pie chart, you're like, well, dang, I didn't know I spent so much on ABC and XYZ. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you don't have to understand a number. You can see it. And you're like, oh, got it, got it. <laughs> As yes. they say, understood the assignment. I know exactly <laughs> what, you're, what you're telling me to do right there, right? Yes. Um, and, and I think, but then that gives you power. And then with that power, you can turn around and make another decision and feel good about that decision. And that's what I want. Like, that's the whole thing behind all of it is I want people to make decisions with empirical data, not to discount their gut, but when we only make decisions on our gut, we, we second guess ourselves and we wonder. But if you can use a combo of the two, usually you can make a good decision and let it go. And even if it doesn't come out perfectly, you had the information to do the best you need to do at that time. Yes. And this, it makes me so excited because I work with a lot of people who are struggling in the confidence department and they start to operate their business from a place of panic and paranoia, which is not good. I can just tell you, even from just a marketing perspective, you know, it results in people taking on clients that they never would take on otherwise, if they would just understand the money in their business and that they can pay themselves more, or here's how they need to decrease their overhead so that they don't always feel like you know, so tightly strapped at the end of every month. I'm wondering, based on all the people that have used the spreadsheet version of Matrique, and then even into alpha or beta testing, do you have any specific stories that you can share uh, without naming names, just to have people using it and the before and after and what that looks like? Well, I think one of the things that is so cool is those that have been using it for well over a year. Um, in the spreadsheet version, which we have picked up and, and reformulated, they are clamoring, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. So that right there is an indicator to me that they're mm-hmm. using the spreadsheet version so much that it means something to them. I've had many of them come back and say to me, for the first time ever, I knew what I was looking at. So 
it's almost like I talk about math being another language. So they're so used to this financial literacy that they hear about, but they literally can pull it up and go, I made a decision and felt good about it. Or I knew what my percentages were. I knew what you've been trying to tell us. And I can see it because they're not having to get out the calculator. We've gotten out the calculator for them. So what's been amazing is they've been able to now make decisions. I've seen their hiring. Quite a few of my clients have now started giving bonuses because they can make a budget, make a plan, hold to that plan, which then creates that additional profit that they can share with the team. They're now coming back and teaching their team what it means to financially own the business so that they see their part of it. I've got a couple who have gone back and they're making management or senior positions in their company. They're showing them how they tie into the profitability of the firm, and then they can measure it on the dashboard. And so that has been really great because when people feel an ownership in the business that they work in, whether they're owners or not, they want to work towards certain goals. So seeing things in a visual forum has actually energized the entire team for, you know, for the ones that they have shown the information. Oh, it makes complete sense. And knowledge is such a powerful thing. And honestly, I'm going to be signing my business up for Matrix as soon as it's available, just because I'm glad it's for designers. I'm glad it's for stagers. And I'm also glad it's for everyone who's in that creative service industry, which thankfully I'm also a part of. So this makes sense for me because I need this too. Like I, I need things to be simplified that the idea of a dashboard just makes so much sense. You know, it's kind of like, so I have a Jeep Wrangler and I think about Matrique as being the dashboard of my Jeep Wrangler, because that thing will tell me everything that is going on with my vehicle. Things oh, that I'm going to have to have a high sign. I'm going <laughs> to, nobody can see me, but you know, the little Jeep sign when you pass yeah. with a Jeep person, <laughs> yes. I might have to have a Matrique hand, hand yes. or something. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to, because that's exactly what I think about. Like it, if I need an oil change, it tells me that I, I need an oil change soon. Yeah. And Matrik is the same idea of, I look at it and it tells me something that I need to go take action on. I love that because I, right. I'm not always thinking in that way. So when can people like me sign up for Matrik? When will it be available to the public? Yeah, if it were up to me, it would have been yesterday, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, our hope is that right now we are um, going through a couple of beta programs just to double check and double test it. And, you know, with tech, nothing's ever 100% done and perfect. And you, you know, tie it up with a bow and you go sit down. That's just not the way it works. Mm. There's always something that can be tweaked and fixed. And so we're trying to get it to a a beautiful spot, but I would say that our goal, um, and I feel, I feel pretty confident in it would be spring. So we're looking at a launch, hopefully sometime, I would say in the April, May timeframe. Mm-hmm. Right around that tax time. Perfect. Because people are hearing this episode mid-May. So it might be available right now. You guys got to go check. Um, It might be. Where should they go to find out if it's available or get on the launch list? Yeah. So you can go to matriquesolutions.com. M-E-T-R-I-Q-U-E solutions.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Matrique Solutions and on Facebook at Matrique Solutions. Yep. Just Google it, guys. It'll pop right up. I promise you. Um, It is the most exciting project that I've worked on in a while. And just like Jill of Julie Paper said, it's a little outside the norm for us, but yet makes total sense. So thank you again for letting me be part of it. You're welcome. You're welcome. I wanted it to be 
for creatives, by creatives, thinking about the creative brain and all that we were doing, because this is the industry that I love, it's the industry that has my heart, it's the industry I want to serve. And honestly, just being able to offer something that uses my 30 plus years and ties it all together along with my education, it's kind of been like this big culmination, like the thing that I didn't even know that I was meant to do. Uh-huh. but Jess kind of did. And um, I'm really proud of it. I'm really excited about it. And yeah. I'm just about giddy. I can't wait. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> kind of, I'm, I'm like, I'm such a pregnant lady right now, but I always compare these things to being pregnant and then the due date is approaching and it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, I know where you're part of it. Part of it's going, it's coming, it's coming. I'm so excited. And then the other part's like, okay, wait, 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 but I didn't get this done and I didn't get right. that done. And I did, right? Yes. So there's a push and pull to it the whole time, the whole time. I, I will say one last thing and um, I know we probably need to wrap up, but you, I've always talked about business ownership, primarily financial ownership, like driving a car. So I love that you, related this to a cheap Wrangler. And I've talked about being, where are you sitting in your car? And quite a few people have said to me in some of my classes, Michelle, I'm holding on to the bumper and I have road rush. And (laughs) Matrique is the answer to relieve you of your road rush. Mm -hmm. I need to say, when you start, you may move to the trunk of your car, then you may move to the back seat, then you may move to shotgun, but eventually you will get into the owner's seat if you keep trying. And you will be able, as the owner of a vehicle, you have the beautiful responsibility of caring for the car, of going to get the oil changed, of reading the signs, reading the dashboard, reading the symbol and reacting. And that is the gift that I am trying to give is to allow you to be in that owner's position in that driver's seat and to see where you need to act and react and to see it easily and quickly so that you can make a decision before the worst is upon you. Mm -hmm. I like that because it's very empowering to say, okay, I'm going to sit in the driver's seat and I'm going to put it in four wheel drive and we're going to get it done because you have two choices in business. Either you get it done or it hits the fan. That's right. That's right. And, but it also is cool because I can remember being 15 years old and learning how to drive and knowing how nervous I felt to sit in that wanting to be in that driver's seat so badly, mm-hmm. but being so fearful at the same time and learning and test driving and taking it out and going and sitting in, a, um, you know, like a big parking lot and practice. Mm-hmm. Like I know if we allow ourselves to think about financial understanding the same way that we're going to take a little driver's ed course, we're going to sit down in the seat, we're going to, we're going to practice, we're going to take it out and take it for a spin. And we're going to let that confidence build if we will do that over and over and over at some point, we will be happy to jump into the front seat, buckle up and say, let's go. Mm -hmm. But it takes time to get there. And that is the confidence that my hope is that Matrique can bring to those that engage. I am so excited. To everyone listening, you need to go to matriquesolutions.com because if they have not launched yet, you can get on the launch list. That way you get an email when it is available. This is a big deal. This is a game changer. And I don't say that about a lot of things. So I want to make sure that everyone takes advantage of this. There are multiple package options available and uh, you've got annual plans. You've got monthly plans. So you guys are going to find something that works for you. 
and then you're never going to leave. I know that's that's how it's going to be because you're not going to want to let go of all that information. So Michelle, thank you so much for coming on the show today and breaking this all down for us. You have really shown how simple and how easy it is. Like it's just going to be such a burden even off my shoulders. Like I'm not as scared as as about numbers as I used to be, but being that much in the know would just make me feel a whole lot better. And I know a lot of people listening agree. So guys, until next time, keep your marketing simple, your message clear. Michelle, thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.